What's your emotional home? And what I mean by that is, what negative emotion do you tend to go back to when things aren't going your way? Today, I'm going to teach you how to elevate what I call your emotional thermostat. And really what that means is how to choose how you feel. It is a powerful, powerful lesson day, and I cannot wait to dive in with you. My name is Brad Bizjack. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, certified high performance coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And my mission is to help you feel totally alive and maximize your life and elevate your mindset, your career, your relationships to a level beyond anything you ever thought possible. And I can't wait to dive into this training today because my life changed once I realized something interesting, that I am in 100% control of how I feel 100% of the time. And that's interesting because most people disagree with me on this and that's okay. If you disagree with me, I still respect you, still love you, still care about you. But what I'm here to show you is how to take control of your emotions, how to actually grab the emotions that you like and elevate them and then take the emotions that you don't like and see them as gifts. And so I want you to think about it like this. Your emotions are like a thermostat, meaning there's a certain emotion that you tend to go back to on a regular basis that might be disempowering to you. And this is the temperature of your thermostat. So for example, if your thermostat is set at 65 degrees and it's 20 degrees outside, what will happen? The thermostat will kick on, or the furnace will kick on, and it will bring the temperature in the house back to 65 degrees. And what's that a metaphor for? Let's say that things are going a certain way and then things go really bad for a bit. You'll find a way to bounce back and get back to that emotional place, that emotional home that you're at. And then what happens if your temperature is set at 65, but the temperature goes up even higher outside to like, let's say 90, 100 degrees. What happens? The AC kicks on, goes right back down to 65. What's this a metaphor for? This is a metaphor for what happens when you have an emotional temperature that's set at a certain place and things get really good in your life. What tends to happen? we sabotage and get it back down to where we were because that's what we know. That's what we're used to going back to. Have you ever noticed in your life that pissed off people tend to get more pissed off about things? That angry people tend to find a way to get angry? That depressed people find a way to be depressed? And happy people tend to find a way to be happy, right? Uh, excited people tend to find a way to be excited. Funny people find a way to tell more jokes. Why? because that's where their emotional thermostat is set. That's where it's at. And that is going to dictate how they feel and what happens in their life. Well, my challenge for you is to upgrade your emotional thermostat to a level that you find valuable for your own life. That's what we're going to do throughout this episode. So first of all, the first step to it is having awareness. Where do you typically live? If you take a look at your regular emotions, if you could pick the top five, six, seven, eight emotions that you feel regularly, what are those emotions? And what percentage of them would you say are really happy, good emotions? Where do you tend to live emotionally? In fact, I can actually predict your emotions through what I learned as what's called the three patterns of focus. I did not create this. This is uh, not my work, but this is something that I wanna share with you because it's changed my life forever. The three patterns of focus is basically a recipe to show me where you live emotionally. And it's really simple. Do you tend to, pattern number one, do you tend to focus more on what's missing from your life or what you're grateful for in your life? And I don't mean where you want to focus. Where do you actually focus? On the inside when no one else is around. Do you tend to focus more on what's missing from your life or what you already have that you're grateful for? Pattern number two, 
do you tend to focus more on what you can control or can't control? What do you tend to focus on? We all, we all do both of those. But where do you tend to live? Can control or can't control? And pattern number three, do you tend to focus more on the past, the present, or the future? What do you tend to focus on, the past, present, or the future? How you answer these three questions, again, we do all of them, but how you tend to live will tell me where your thermostat is set. And so, for example, let's say that your thermostat is set at what's missing from your life, what you can't control in the past. What's that a recipe for? That's the recipe for depression, for sadness. If you're focused on what's missing from your life, what you can't control in the future, what do you feel? That's the recipe for anxiety and overwhelm. That's the recipe. If you're focused on what you can't control, what's missing from your life in the present, you feel frustrated or angry. That's what you feel because it's a recipe. It's a recipe on how you use your focus. But if you're focused on what you can control, what you already have that's great, you're grateful for. In the past, you feel nostalgia. You feel gratitude. Focus on what you already have that you're grateful for, what you can control in the future. You feel excitement. You feel joy. You feel passion. You feel anticipation. You focus on what you can control, what you already have that you're grateful for. In the present, you feel joy and happiness. It's an emotional recipe. It's an emotional recipe. And how you answer those questions will tell me how you typically live. And you probably notice this. If you typically live at anxious and that's where you're at, well, when things get really bad, you might get back to having a state of control. But a lot of times it's, see, I told you so. See, I told you so. See, I told you so. And that's where you live. And if things get really, really good, you find a way to over control them and get stressed out about it, right? If that's your pattern. But if your pattern is to live happy, live in an excited emotion or a happy emotion, when things tend to go wrong, what do you tend to do? You tend to always find the silver lining, don't you? You tend to always find the beauty. You tend to always bounce back. And if things get really, really, really good, you probably roll with it. You probably raise your thermostat even more. So the reason I bring this up is because you have a level where you have set your emotional thermostat. And that thermostat, if that is not changed to align with your big dreams and big goals, you're going to find that you might set these big dreams and big goals, but you're not actually going with them with the intensity that you'd like. So think about your big dreams and big goals that you really want to accomplish. Does your thermostat temperature match what will actually bring you those goals? Because think about it, to achieve financial freedom, to achieve whatever rank, to achieve all this, uh, whatever you want to achieve, it's going to take a certain type of emotional state to be able to do it. And if your emotional state is set at pissed off or anxious or depressed or sad, do you see how it's not actually going to happen? So before I dive deeper into this, what I encourage you to do, if you're challenged by this in any way, or if you want to just consistently flood your mind with empowerment each day, Register for Morning Mindset Mastery. This is my free daily success coaching program. It's available every single weekday. An email gets sent to you right at like five in the morning or something like that, five in the morning central time with an empowering video to transform your entire day, your entire week, your entire month, your entire year. Most people start the day in reaction to what goes on around them. We wanna start the day proactive, feeling fully alive, and Morning Mindset Mastery will do that. It will teach you a way of thinking to start your day off with empowerment so you can feel fully alive and get you to raise that emotional thermostat so much faster. It's free daily success coaching. It's linked up right below this episode. You can also find it at bradbizjack.com slash morningmindsetmastery. So make sure you go and get registered for that right now. Pause me, go get registered, and we'll come back with the content. When my next question for you is, where do you tend to suffer? So here's a good way to look at it. What's your favorite flavor of suffering? 
What's your favorite flavor? 31 flavors, right? What's your favorite flavor? Where do you tend to go when things aren't going well? And here's a way that we can start to shift it, something tactical and tangible that you can actually do to start to shift this. Once you identify where it is you tend to suffer, what it is you tend to, what emotion you tend to live with that is in a suffering state, whether that's anxiety, overwhelm, perfectionism, whatever it is, might be multiple, but where do you tend to go? What are your top two? Once you ask that, then ask yourself, what typically triggers it? What typically triggers that suffering? And so I'll give you an example. There's someone in my family that what used to happen is anytime this person called, I would go into a judgmental state. And judgment is not a great recipe to try to heal a relationship. It's not a great recipe to try to feel happy on a regular basis. It's not a great recipe to try to inspire people or help people with big goals or create my own big goals. But whenever this person would call, I would find myself going into that state. And so I noticed what's the emotion, the emotion is judgment. Okay, what triggers it? A phone call from this person. Amazing, okay, so now I know what triggers my negative emotion that I don't like. Awesome, now that I know the trigger, what could I do to retrain this? And so what I started doing was every time this person called, like this was bad to the point where when this person called, it caused a physiological reaction in my body where I got super, super tense. But what happened was once I noticed this, I started training myself. Every time this person would call, I would celebrate like a little kid, like crazy, get so excited about what's going to happen, how I can't wait to love this person on the phone. And over the course of time, what do you think happened? When this person called, what did I start to feel? excited. I started to feel joy. I started to feel love instead of judgment. And that raised my emotional thermostat and changed my freaking life and my relationship with this person. You can do the same thing in your life. Tony Robbins has a date with destiny seminar and what he used to do it out of his house. And the reason I share this with you is because it relates to this story and he used to do it out of his house and it got too big to the point where he had to bring it down to a conference center. And so in, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but in his date with destiny seminars, um, it gets really intense. Like people sharing really dark stuff, how they were raped or how um, they tried to kill themselves, like really dark stuff. And it doesn't, not always dark. There's obviously beautiful things too that happen there too. But my, my whole point with this is to show you the contrast of how deep it can get. And what happened was when people were in the middle of a vulnerable share about something that happened in their life or something deep, something really, really tragic, what would happen is a train kept going by. And this train kept going by and haunt, blaring its horns and like letting it know that it was coming by because it was right in the middle of downtown, I believe it was Del Mar, California or something like that. And it would blare its horns going by. So people would be in the middle of a vulnerable share and this building was right up against the train track. So people would go from sharing these stories, being fully in the moment to fully pissed off and furious that this train kept interrupting them. And sooner or later, Tony started to notice a pattern. He actually was able to predict when people would be pissed off and angry. All he would need was a train schedule. They'd be pissed off at 9.15, they'd be pissed off at 10.35, they'd be pissed off at 11.47, they'd be pissed off at 12.05, right? He'd know exactly when they were gonna be pissed off. So what he did was he trained them anytime, no matter what story you're in the middle of, no matter what, anytime that train goes by blurring its horn, everyone's gonna stand up and celebrate like crazy, go bananas, celebrate like, and laugh hysterically back into their chairs. And we did this, we actually did this at the seminar. And it was interesting because when you did that, you'd be in the middle of a vulnerable share, but then you got up and you celebrated, you cheered, like went crazy and you felt different emotions. 
And the reason I share that with you is because that's a, a bigger example. I did that with someone calling on my phone. Imagine if you did that, where you retrained yourself anytime you were triggered. So what do we do to increase our emotional temperature? Step one, what are your patterns of focus? And shift them to focusing on other things besides what's missing. If you focus on what's missing from your life, it doesn't even matter what you do as far as strategy. It doesn't even matter if you take drugs. Like you will still feel negative emotions. You could take, how many people do you know that take antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds that are still depressed or anxious? Because they're numbing the symptom, they're not curing the actual source. No judgment, I think that it's a beautiful solve. Use it, no problem. But I'm saying the source of it is the focus. And so if you shift that, if you shift the focus of it, then you cure the root. So it doesn't matter what you do. If you're focused consistently on what's missing and what you can't control, you're not going to be able to sustain happiness. You might get doses of it, but you're not going to be able to sustain it. It's not a fun place to be. So we need to shift our patterns of focus. That's number one. Number two, where do you tend to live emotionally when things don't go in alignment with your expectations? When things are out of alignment with your expectations, where do you tend to suffer? What's that limiting emotion? Three, what tends to trigger it? Because there's probably two, three, four, five things that typically trigger that in your life. What triggers it? And then how can you retrain that? Don't say, I don't know, because you do know. It could be as simple as celebrating, jumping up and down, smiling, laughing, whatever it is. You do know. How could you retrain it to where when that trigger happens, you actually start to learn positive emotions from it. And it's very easy to not want to do this. Why is it easy to not want to do this? Because it feels good to have a problem. It feels good to have things to complain about. It feels good to have things to bitch about, but that's not a fun place to be. It's not gonna actually solve your life in the way that you want your life to go. It feels good to be right. It feels good to have a way out of taking responsibility for our future. It feels good because it means we don't have to face our fears. It feels amazing in the short run, but the long run it sucks and it hurts. So it's very easy to not want to do this. It's very easy to look at this and say, no, 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 I'm not gonna do that. It's not gonna work for me because it's currently giving you something to stay in that suffering state. My challenge for you is, is that working for you? What if you started to shift it? That'd be my advice to you. This is how we raise our emotional thermostat. This is how we change that and make it so we're feeling more alive more regularly, even when the things that used to trigger us show up in our lives. So I hope you found so much value in this podcast episode today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you found value, please take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, put it and post it somewhere so other people can see this so we can spread more love, more joy to them. If you find value, leave us a rating and review email us, share us what topics you'd like to, uh, to learn about, but would love it if you shared a rating and review with us so we can see how we're doing. And, uh, and also get registered for Morning Mindset Mastery. If you want free daily success coaching, that program is the place to do it. Every single weekday, all year long, free daily success coaching to change the game for you forever. So you can start your day with an empowering thought and transform your day, your week, your month, your year. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery today. My name is Brad Bishak. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.